this morning, I will make you understand this before that how much time you spend with God directly affects the measure of the love of God. So if you want to love God the way you love Him, you want to love Him more than the way you love Him now, the secret is to spend more time with Him. Just as that illustration was given, you may be saying you love somebody, but it's when you spend time with the person you actually know if you truly love the person. There are persons you spend time with, your love grows. There are persons you spend time with, your love drops. But when, we have, when it has to do with God, every time you spend with God, increases your love. Why? The goodness of God is in dimension. And I often tell you that there's only one part of God, and that's goodness. Outside of goodness, there's no other thing in God. There's no wickedness in God. There's no other thing in God. Every wickedness we experience, as believers, is as a result of our defaulting to a certain principle that life has already predestined. So whether you like it or not, you are suffering from the repercussion of defaulting the principle, not the punishment of God. Now take for instance, the Bible says the cause, cause will be in the house of the thief. Now, whether God is present or God is absent, as a thief, cause will be in your house. So that's just a principle that has already been predestined. But the presence of God is to your advantage. Why am I bringing it to our notice? Because the only thing found in God is goodness, mercy, love. So every time you spend with God, you come to understand the goodness of God. So it increases your love. It never reduces your love. And yet you see a man that spent time with God and complained. Hallelujah. So if you have a heart for God, you will have time for God. And that time you have for God, it directly, directly increases your love for God. Shout hallelujah. Now remember that the Bible made us understand that the days are full of evil. I've given, as earlier explained, of the principles of life. The days are full of evil. There are battles everywhere. <laughs> Salvation is not elimination of battles. But the common ground to which we believers have, we, the unbelievers, and with the battles of life is signed. Just the same way the battles of life need, need time to express themselves. We believers equally need time to express our victory. So we must have this understanding that any time not invested is a time wasted. And any time wasted, has a repercussion. And the greatest way to invest your time is in God. I will never forget the day I had that one clearly, and that one has been my watch one. Every time you spend with God is an investment. Little did I know that a time will come that Papa will be making this statement, sounding it aloud. I had to understand that every time I spend with God is an investment, an investment in my destiny, an investment in my life, and the benefit of everything that has to be with So you are not wasting your time spending with God. And you already must know that everyone has equal time. In the geographical settings, we have given it 24 hours. Whether you call it 24 hours, whether you call it eternity, whether you call it anything you want to call it, time is time. And everyone has that equal time. So the outcome of your life is not a function of the volume of the time. But the investment of the time. You can live 50 years, and your 50 years is worth remembering. 
You can live a hundred years and your hundred years is a waste of time. So now you have a responsibility to manage and invest the time rightly. And the only way to invest it is with the case in God. We're going to be using the time exactly an example of a man who invests his time and we saw the outcome of the time. Now if we people understand that time defines our desires. Time defines our desires. How do I mean? What you desire is not defined by what you say. How you said it. No, it's defined by the time you allocate to it. If you truly desire a thing, then you must allocate time to that thing. I don't imagine that I desire to be with someone and I'm not allocating time to that person. I don't desire to be with that person. I don't think I desire to be a professional partner and I'm not allocating time in training myself to be a banker. I don't desire becoming a banker. So time defines your desire. You desire it, then the time you allocate to it is what really defines if you desire that or not. What you desire, you give time. When the desire of Apostle Paul was changed to that of the kingdom, he had to allocate three years. Now remember that this same Paul studied under Gamelia, which was known as, which, uh, with, as the adult time was known as a professor of this present day, to learn law. Because why? He had passion, or rather, he thought he had passion for God to crucify the Christians. So he was a protégé of the man. Now, when he had an encounter with the resurrected Christ, that same Paul knew the efficacy of time investing, investment, how to go and invest another three years in understanding the systems of the kingdom of the resurrected, or resurrected Christ in order for him to pursue. <laughs> and mind you, he took three years for the apostles. The disciples was to stay with Jesus. So Paul went to reinvest the same amount of time. In order to amount to something. If Paul had not invested that time, Paul would have been the Paul we are celebrating today. We are celebrating Paul today as a result of the measure of time he committed into knowing God. And his sisters of the kingdom. That's as a result of that desire. So his desire was revealed through the time he allocated. Just the same way he had passion for the things of God, but he was going in the wrong way. He had to invest his time, gaining this knowledge. When he got to the right place, he equally invested his time. Time to find our life desires. So if you truly love God, then I will know it by the time you give. I know what you love, and the time you spend in that which you love. The man David, our prophet example, was a man giving. Or rather, described as a man that loved God. Two things I want to pick from David in Psalm 55, verse 17. The Bible said, Morning and noon and evening will I go and cry unto the Lord. So every season of the day, David had time allocated to God. Morning, noon, and evening. In Psalm 119, verse then he said, seven times a day, not a week, a day do I praise the Lord. Do you know what I mean? He allocated appropriate time before. So in the morning and noon and evening, David is praying. In seven times a day, David is praising. And this was a king who had the kingdom under his.
his word. And if you must know, Israel at that time, under his word was what power? Just imagine with enormous massacre upon his table on his table. He said, Ah, time for God. And you just got in one five years for. They know there's no time, there's no time at that time. And most times you realize that the time you turn God back, you are wasted. One time I was telling somebody, you tell me that because you have this profession, you don't have time. But you have time to gossip with friends. You have time to cheese. That is a proof of what you desire. You desire gossip, that's why you have time for gossip. If you desire God, you will have time. They don't do well. They don't do well. You don't need to pray to have time for God. You don't need to. Lord pushes you to have time for God. Your passion is expressed through the time you spend. Let me tell you what God The most vital thing any man has in life is time. You use time to build wisdom. You start to build your career. You start to build your relationship. You start to build everything. So if you know the value of time, you will use it right now. Use it. And the very first thing you should build is your relationship. The three most important things we have in life. Number one, God. Number two, family. Number three, politics. This thing should never be negotiated. So your time should appropriately negotiate. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. So your time is not to be spent carelessly, but to be invested. You don't even need to pray, Lord, help me to invest my time. Your passion should help me to invest my time. Do I have passion for God? Now, nobody spends time with God. And doesn't make a remarkable, a remarkable match on the earth. Time is an invisible commodity we invest in our passion and pursuit that secures for us visible end product. Time is an invisible commodity. You may not be able to hold it by your hand. You can't hold time by your hand. Invisible commodity that we invest in our passion, which is what we love, and in our pursuit, which is our target. That secures for us a visible end product. So, what you call money as visible end product is the product of the time you invest in giving value to somebody. So, what you call relationship with God is not because you made other call. It's a product of the time you spend with Him. And that's why the Bible says, at the cool of the day, God comes down to spend time. The day God stopped coming down to spend time, there was no longer a relationship. So don't tell you have a relationship with God when there's no time and you can get to God. Rise up to your feet. Lift up your voice and receive grace to invest your time with God. Lift up your voice and receive that grace now. Thank you, Father.